You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one. Interning 101 podcast, hosted by yours truly, Emily White, author of Interning 101. to mini episode 15 of the Interning 101 podcast. I'm your host, Emily White. And today we're going to talk about an important word, a cheesy word, and that word is networking. Now, this is a relatively short chapter um, of the Interning 101 book. And if I do say so myself again, (laughs) it is a very good chapter. Um, So we're going to cover some of the highlights today. And I'm naturally an outgoing person. I mean, technically, I consider myself an extroverted introvert, but that's like for a whole nother podcast. Um, But as far as work goes, I've always loved getting to know people, finding out where they're from, what they're all about. The concept of networking is not really something I kind of thought of until I realized that I had a very strong and robust network, but I guess that's not necessarily entirely true because one thing I used to hear in college a lot was how small the music industry is. And, and I thought at the time, um, which is kind of naive, but also not, well, if it's so small, then I'm going to get to know every single person. And I pretty much did. But, you know, I mention all of that because my first and longtime business partner, Carrie Smith, um, admittedly, like, is... I don't, I don't see the side of her, but she considers herself to be more introverted. And so when we first started working together and I was on panels and speaking at conferences, she was like, awesome. I don't want to do any of that. That sounds like hell to me. Or I remember there was like a, she went to Duke. Um, there was a Duke alumni entertainment industry mixer in LA when I happened to be in Los Angeles. And she was so happy that I would go to that because I would talk to people and she viewed it more as something she had to do. So my point on that is twofold. One, working with Carrie helped me to understand that networking is a skill and there's value to it. And two, uh, not everybody is as comfortable (laughs) at it as I am. And that's become even more commonplace because, you know, now... Digital, nati- digital natives are coming of age, which means, you know, a generation that's always had devices, you know, like devices that work around. And so it's completely natural to, unfortunately, it's completely natural to not really know how to talk to people. So that's what we're going to cover today. And whether you are outgoing on the outside, I guess, like I am, um, or more reserved, um, this is all you know, really crucial, especially in in competitive industries. So to begin, um, there's networking events everywhere. And even if you're going to local shows, that is networking. But let's kind of throw the networking word out the window, because that is kind of cheesy. And the way you develop 
relationships is by being genuine and being yourself. So in New York, um, there's a woman named Jen that throws a monthly quote music industry mixer. And you know what? Actually, maybe it's not called Music Industry Mixer because I was about to call out Noah Dinkin who runs FanBridge and makes fun of me for using the word mixer like it's a middle school dance or something. But I don't know what else to call it when a bunch of business people get in the room and are clearly there to network. For example, also there's the New York Tech Meetup if you're interested in startups and tech. And there really are things like this everywhere. And you know, if you're from Milwaukee, which is where I'm from originally, um, really just no matter where you're from, like get to know people at shows because you're starting to build, you know, in, for example, your music industry network that way. If you are interested in going to something like South by Southwest or an industry conference, um, definitely start as young as possible because a lot of times your university will pay for you to go to South by or you can get, and I'm not just saying like South by only, there's a million conferences and a million fields, but oftentimes there's student discounts or you can volunteer or intern and and go for free. Um, The younger you can go to those situations, the better, because I always say it's not your first South by Southwest if you haven't cried on sixth street. So it's better to be 19 and crying than 25 and crying. But if you're 25 and crying, that's okay too. Um, My attorney, Joyce Dollinger and dear friend um, has a great rule of thumb, whether you are a power networker like she is or more introverted. Um, She always tries to leave networking events with at least five business cards. So um, also to that point, you know, if you have, it's really not that expensive, I promise, um, a little bit of money and can print up business cards for yourself, then you then you have cards as well. But if, if you don't have a budget for that, that's okay. Um, but when you meet someone at an event, um, that can be a great thing to say too. I mean, after you're chatting a little bit, which we'll talk about. Um, but I love Joyce's rule. I think for her, it makes her feel like she accomplished something. Um, which is understandable because, you know, this stuff was really fun for me when I was younger, but now it definitely is work. So that's a good rule. Okay, cool. I collected five business cards. And then what do you do once you have those business cards? Um, I come home from conferences with stacks of business cards. And when I was younger, I used to think, oh yeah, I'm totally going to remember this person (laughs) when I met them in person. Like, That's not the case. And I know there's digital business cards and taking photos and all that, but it's still nice to come back from an event with business cards. And then I just add those people on LinkedIn straight away. Obviously, if there's something in particular, you know, to follow up with them on, I'll email them. But just so it was great meeting you email. No one needs more email. So, you know, just add people on LinkedIn. Now, if you're at a networking event and you know, you're getting to know people at your internship or people in your field, um, or maybe it's someone fancy, fancy enough that you've been able to research them a little bit, there's a good chance they don't want to talk about work. So I think it's okay that I'm saying this, considering I'm taping this the day after the Super Bowl. Like Mark Cates, who manages MGMT and literally is a legend. He signed Nirvana, whole Sonic Youth to Geffen back in the day. He's in a million books. I mean, his company is called Fenway Recordings. So he loves baseball. He loves the Red Sox. He was at the Super Bowl yesterday where the Patriots won. And no matter, I am not a Patriots fan. I do like the Red Sox, but I like the Brewers more anyway. I, my point is you might get in more 
talking to someone like Mark about other things besides work. Now that said, Mark and I got to know each other when I was an intern because we're both obsessed with Britpop. So if you find that, you know, niche, that's great. But um, yeah, if you want to talk to me about yoga, meditation, I know I work in professional swimming, but those are kind of like, you know, my extracurriculars where if you just want to talk to me about music industry stuff, chances are like my brain is a little bit fried on that. So, you know, I think a great networking question to ask if you're more introverted is, and, and we've talked about this in a few scenarios, but if you're at a networking event, ask where someone is from, you know, um, it's okay to ask what they do, where they work, you know, just to get the ball rolling. And then as it kind of wraps up, you know, it's okay to ask if they have a business card. So one of my favorite things about, I guess, the word networking is that it's gotten easier and it's gotten more seamless because of social media. So again, um, you know, add people on LinkedIn. You don't need to ask to add people on LinkedIn. Students do that to me from time to time. And it's like, no, just add me. If it's a fancier person, um, you know, follow them on Twitter. If you saw them speak, you know, we've talked about that. You could tweet at them, just letting them know it was great. You know, you really enjoyed what they had to say. That's a little easier and more fun for, frankly, people like me, like people that speak at stuff um, to respond than like yet another email unless there's a specific point to the email. So I bring up social media for two reasons. One... Yes, it's called social networking for a reason. Don't forget that networking is in person also. So what I, you know, what I mean about what I love about social media when it comes to networking is that's a really seamless way to stay in touch with people. Um, you don't just, you know, it's not just, okay, I met them once and that's it. You know, I have this huge network of thousands of people that people definitely had in the pre-digital age, but it's a lot easier to keep track of people, even if it makes us unhappier statistically. But again, that's that's for next next week's episode on wellness and mental health. Hey, this is Chris Swinney, formerly of the Ataris and currently host of That One Time on Tour, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Have you ever wondered what it's really like on the road? The highs can be euphoric, but the lows can be crushing. Join me every week as I chat with industry pros about what it's like living out their wildest dream and in some cases, their worst nightmare. Past guests of the show include members of NoFX, Pennywise, Bad Religion, and more. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com. The other thing I want you to keep in mind when it comes to social media is Chances are you've been told over and over in school what not to do on social media. Don't be wasted. Don't swear. Don't post stupid things. And and now we see, you know, countless celebrities that comes to bite them in the ass, you know. So that is good advice and important advice. But I'd like to add something to that that I, that I hope schools do as well. Start to think about building your own brand. And again, like brand is kind of a lame, dirty word, but it's true. Like I mentioned, I joined Twitter sarcastically in 2008 when I started a company thinking like maybe someone will care about this young woman starting an entertainment company. And it turned out people totally cared. Um, Billboard named me a must executive to follow on Twitter. 
uh, two, you know, two years in a row or something. And even now, um, we launched Collective Entertainment just a year ago, and I still get comments like, wow, you guys have so much going on, and you're so good at Twitter and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm in yoga pants working my butt off. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, an artist got a piece of press. Tweet, tweet that. Oh, I'm speaking at this thing. Tweet that. Um, so it's not that I'm faking anything. It's just that I'm, you know, pushing out there what um, – what we have going on. But when I joined Twitter in 2008, I I don't know how I came up with this rule, um, probably a lot of yoga and meditation, but that I was only going to post on the internet things that were positive. And that's something I tell people when they're getting into social media or artists or clients who are looking for guidance. Um, definitely, you know, try to keep it positive if you can. The very few times I've ever broken that rule, it's gotten me in trouble. Even if like, you know, I saw an interview with an athlete that I couldn't stand the question that was asked and I tweeted, I didn't mention the athlete. I didn't mention the journalist. I didn't mention the the outlet, the media outlet. And that journalist who doesn't even follow me, you know, figured it out and responded to me and blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, totally not the end of the world, but yeah, if you keep it positive, you kind of can't really go wrong on the internet. And again, like you're building your brand, you're putting yourself out there. I talked a little bit on resumes when I had an assistant applying for her dream job, which I was all for and helping her with. And I hadn't seen her resume in a while. And when I did, I noticed that she had her social media handles like front and center on top of her resume. And that's because she was applying for a job in live music and wanted to show that she's at shows. She's really passionate about music. So again, yeah, don't post photos of yourself wasted on social media, but also take that advice, you know, the extreme other direction and show all the positive, great things that you are doing. And of course, don't forget to tag, hashtag, all that good stuff. So we've talked a little bit about this as well, but say yes to every event, you know, if it's a music concert industry thing that you're invited to. Um, if you're not invited to things, wait for a quiet moment, you know, to ask your supervisor if you can help out at things, um, especially if the company is putting on an event. Um, they might be so busy, they didn't even like think to invite you. So don't take it personally. Just, you know, find that quiet, quiet moment to ask. And again, say yes to everything that you're invited to. I did that at my first internship, Powderfinger Promotions. And as I mentioned, went to a ton of shows with my boss, Win Winifred Chain. And again, it sounds like a no-brainer, but I was going to shows, you know, that um, I wouldn't have necessarily attended as a fan. And by the time I was done with college, I knew everyone in the Boston music scene. I still have contacts and colleagues from that era to this day. And I just learned so, so much about my industry and, and live music. Again, this stuff sounds obvious, but I'm surprised when I, ha I asked an intern to help with merch at a Mumford & Sons event. And her first response was how long she had to be there for. And it, you know... It's not like she said, oh, I have this other thing to go to or whatever. It just kind of came across as like, I don't want to be here. I did talk to her about that um, later because I, I wanted to understand. And she said, well, I want to be like talking to the industry people like you. And I'm like, the industry people I'm talking to just want to go home because it's a Tuesday night. But yeah, you can learn so much working a merch table. And again, just being that re reliable person 
at your internships. That's, that's super huge. But yeah, I, I had fun doing that stuff. And, and so I encourage you to do the same because attitude can really truly be everything. Um, another time I, I knew an artist who was um, opening for someone at, at Webster Hall's big room in New York. They have a few rooms. And she asked if I had any interns who could do merch for her that night. And I asked and everyone was like, how much? And I just, I wasn't even going to ask the artist because I knew she would pay and I just didn't want to bug her on a show day. So I told her I'd do it. And she was really surprised because she knew I was the partner at, at a company. And I said, I was going to come to the show anyway, so I might as well, you know, do your merch. I don't care. And I ended up meeting David Byrne at that show. Um, the head of, I mean, I've been on panels with him before, but the head of Merge was there. Um, I don't drink anymore, but at the time, you know, the artist gave me a drink or two and I just sat there and watched the show and, you know, turned down the money that she tried to pay me. So, um, those interns could have met David Byrne and the head of Merge had they said yes, but instead they were, you know, hung up on the how much, even though they would have gotten paid anyway. So speaking of drinking, I think the professional thing to do, speaking from experience, is to turn down drinks. Um, if you do like to drink and you know that you can hold it together and you're of age because no one wants to deal with, you know, lawsuits and anything from underage drinking, uh, you know, have a rule. Like, this is my rule. It's totally left-brained. But um, stick with the same drink, alternate with water, and don't have more than two drinks. When I say stick with the same drink, I'm thinking more of, like, South by Southwest, um, if this is helpful. Um, when I did, when I did used to drink, um, I wouldn't have a drink at South by until sundown and a good rule of thumb or a good response to people. Cause people try to, you know, they get the bloody Mary's rolling and the day drinking. And, um, so when everybody offers you a drink and they push it, just be like, well, if I said yes to every time someone asked me that question at South by Southwest, I would be on the floor at three in the afternoon and people laugh and, and understand. So at South by, like I said, you really shouldn't have more than one or two drinks at regular networking events. But at South by, my rule was no day drinking. I wouldn't have my first drink until after sundown. I would stick with the same kind of alcohol and I would alternate with water. So, um, but really the professional thing is not to drink. And as someone who doesn't drink alcohol anymore, man, you learn so much. <laughs> um, not that you're like judging people who drink, but you're just glad you're no longer that person. Um, you feel great the next day. I was thinking that today, the day after Super Bowl. I know this will air a little later, but the day after Super Bowl Sunday, I'm like, man, it feels good to feel good um, and just have a normal, I mean, I, is it bad to say like a normal work day and, um, be productive? Cause again, that's what you're there to do. And too many people just make asses of themselves. So don't be that person and start to create good habits as an intern. And we talked about using social media to stay in touch. Um, we've talked about this a little bit, but you know, only add someone on Facebook. Like, you know, if you've been interning with them for a little bit and you're comfortable, um, don't be offended if someone's like, oh, Facebook is for, you know, my family only or something. I get that like once every thousand people or something. But LinkedIn is totally safe and Twitter is fun too. Um, Instagram, up to you. I tend to keep my networking on Twitter and, and LinkedIn a little bit. But um, yeah, just be smart. Keep it positive on social media. And again, um, no matter how shy you are, you can break through 
you know, start to build your network. Doing great work is what's actually going to get you ahead. But um, as I mentioned when I previewed this episode on last week's episode, Back to South by, um, I mod- or I was on a panel at South by Southwest, South by Southwest once on networking, and I was like, "Who is going to show up to this? This is so basic." And it was standing remotely, so clearly there's demand for this info, which is why I wrote a chapter on it and did a mini episode on it. And just to wrap up, um, as far as networking goes, show up to as many events as you can. Say yes to everything you're invited to. If you're not invited to things, pick a quiet moment to ask your supervisor if you can attend and and if you can help. Um, Don't drink at networking events. And if you do, limit it to one or two drinks. Um, But really, like, trust me, it's all about being professional. And, like, drinking does not make you cool by any means. Um, Use social media to stay in touch and, and build your network long term. And... Like I said, uh, if you don't think networking is a skill, like I did, it's probably good to realize that it is. Um, so you aren't getting wasted and doing um, mistakes that I've made in the past. And if you do realize networking is a skill, then I hope this episode has been helpful to you. So that is a wrap for mini episode 15 of the Interning 101 podcast. Have a great week and we will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Interning 101 podcast. I'm your host, Emily White. You can follow us anytime over on Twitter at Interning 101, as well as on our website, interning101.com. I'm on Twitter at at EMWizzle. Hit us up anytime if you have questions, comments, guest suggestions, or just want to get something off your mind. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you next time. This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network.